0: This is a production of Epic Media. And we are here in the Weir's Machine and Racing Products booth at PRI uh, with Ken Trader. Uh, how's your PRI going so far?
1: Oh, like always. You know, you just come here, first off, see a lot of friends, but you just see all kinds of new trick parts. Some of them you really like to see, some of them you think, oh, damn, now we all got to buy that, you know? And this booth is one of the ones that always has that new trick parts too so it's, it's one of this is usually one of the first ones you hit and so a lot
0: of so on our audience on my on the podcast are asphalt guys they're going to know you from from the nascar days kind of what have you been up to now
1: well um uh, we quit running cup in 2013 starting in 85 84 uh full-time in 85 so we milked that gig as long as we could and uh since then I've been playing with my dirt car a bunch, and we still ran a couple of asphalt races last year. ran a little 500 sprint car race and ran a couple asphalt races up in Canada, but uh, you know kind of kind of partial to the dirt. we run our own car most all the time. We uh, ran our own car 48 nights last year. Got rained out 25, so uh, <laughs> we've been keeping busy.. So-
0: You you raced 45 or 48. We
1: ran our own car 48. I ran another seven in some other people's stuff. And then we got rained out another 25 on top of that. That you were at the racetrack that you just didn't get to race. Yeah, or we were getting ready to leave and whatever. But, you know, 25 races that we didn't get to run that we should have.
0: You've been busier now since you've retired from NASCAR than than back then. Well,
1: you got all them off weekends now. You know, when you had a job, you couldn't do all that stuff. But now we get to go have fun all the time.
0: So I want to kind of take it back a little bit um, to to the beginning. When did you when did you get started in racing? What was your first car? You know, uh, kind of how did that all how did that all play out?
1: You know, I never I never really like the whole go kart quarter midget thing. Didn't really didn't really do. Ran motorcycles. Uh, played our uh, now started when I was sixteen at the local little track uh, right outside the suburb of St. Louis. It was a uh, Lake Hill Speedway, Valley Park, Missouri. Uh, a '64 Impala. Big X, car. X frame had the big old piece of half inch plate came off the front to catch the front down uh, front of the roll cage. The back, we just got tired of cutting and welding, so we stuck a piece of half inch plate in the floorboard and welded it to that, welded that to the floorboard. So, uh, you know, just uh, sat in grandstands forever, watched my daddy. When I turned 16, uh, they let me start driving it.
0: So, So, you started in a big car. Did you transfer over to late model or kind of? how did that racing progression well that, that
1: 64 <clears throat> 64 power the first year we won the at home there we call it the sportsman series we won that championship then the next year we put wider tires on it and finished fourth in the late mile division it was kind of a sled everybody's running chevelles then but it was a good old car was that asphalt or pavement asphalt it started so out started out in asphalt did and probably about three years and i, I ran a guy's car in dirt and Fell in love with that. So how did that
0: transition into then the NASCAR?
1: Well, it's, uh, we kind of wound up going into, a like, guy let me hot lap his midget one night. And then I started running midgets, and then I still run my stock cars, and then I started running sprint cars and still run my stock cars. And, uh, and we ran Silver Crown cars, USAC Silver Crown cars. So we won a couple USAC championships, one with the sprint car, one with Silver Crown car. But I still run my stock car and uh, just decided that, hey, if I was going to, you know, maybe not get a job, I was going to have to <laughs> figure out how to, what I was going to do, and uh, that stock car looked like a better way to go to me. Those
0: are your options, either get Those, a job or figure yeah, out how to do it in racing, Yeah, huh?
1: so uh, we were fortunate. The people I drove a stock car for uh, were big Ford enthusiasts, and there were no, not, not a lot of Ford, there was no short track program or anything, and... Uh, we Jack Roush helped us with some engines. I mean, you know, we were just a, a customer, Jack. But through that, I met a couple of people at Ford Motor Company, and uh, they helped us get a ride in a cup car for five races in 84. And then we got hired for 85 full-time. So What's it just lucked out. What's been one of
0: your most favorite or fondest memories in racing?
1: Well, I hope it hasn't happened yet, you know? Uh, I guess... The whole year of 87, uh, I drove for Junie Donlevy, the number 90 card cup. Low dower, uh, very, one of the most, probably the most respected man in the garage area. And uh, it was a low dower team and stuff. And we didn't, we didn't win anything, but uh, we won a qualifying race at Daytona and we got a pole at Darlington and we finished 10th in points. And uh, everybody was just so, so happy for Mr. Don Levy, And it's just, you know, it was a total, underdog deal you know and we we had a real good year and uh, Mr. Hendrick hired me after that but uh, just that year uh, just being with that team
0: What you've you've run a lot of tracks both on the NASCAR circuit now the dirt circuit what's one of your fav- most favorite race tracks
1: well I haven't ran there in years but I used to love to go to Phoenix yeah we won a ton of races at Phoenix, earned a mile uh, never won a cup race there but uh we Silver Crown races, Winston West, Southwest Tour midgets. As uh, just, I love that track. And what, and then in the Cup thing, I just like Daytona.
0: What uh, What's one of your favorite dirt tracks that you're on now?
1: Oh man, you know what? Um, I like all of them. You know, anyone that's you know multi grooved. You know, I hate it when they're hammered down right around the top, or they're so slick. Uh, I like slick but not when there's just one ring of moisture around the bottom. Any place that's multi-groove that you can race on.
0: Do you have a bucket list track yes. anymore? You've run so much. Is there a track that, that you want to be able to get to?
1: No. Uh, we've raced in uh, 48 states, and we added Alaska last year. And everybody, oh, you got to get the other two, which is Hawaii, and which is no problem. I It's easy for me to go to Hawaii. i got standing offers over there. Uh, Rhode Island doesn't have a track right now, so I have to get an indoor show or something. And that was never even a bucket list to go to all the states, but I guess if we're this close. Might as well. We might have well. to do something there, but uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not planning on quitting just yet. So we got a little time yet, hopefully.
0: How did, you, how did that transition from the NASCAR stuff to the dirt happen?
1: Well, it, it, I, it, I never quit the dirt. I was doing the dirt. I got the opportunity to run on the Cup Series, kept doing the dirt. Uh, the In 1994, boy, that even sounds like a long time ago now. That's because it is, I guess. Uh, we ran 119 races, and we finished fourth in Cup points. But, you know, rest of them, most of them were, were dirt. There was some asphalt there, too. But it, it wasn't a transition to the dirt, just never quit doing the dirt.
0: Do you think you and, and both Kenny Wallace are kinda guys that have been in NASCAR now looks like you guys are just having a ton of fun on the dirt <laughs> side. Do you guys think that you you may have, have some of that blueprint for guys that have made it up there? You know, you look at some of the current guys, Casey Kane now going in and running a lot more dirt, you know, guys like Kyle Larson.
1: I think very yeah, but similar. They're, they they're, run the dirt. But they're the they're the same way. Kenny ran asphalt only went NASCAR racing decided he wanted to play some more ran a couple of dirt races fell in love with it uh, Casey Kane and Kyle Larson Tony and all those guys I mean a lot of them guys grew up on the dirt so you know they're not they're, they're just they're just going back and doing what they did you know as they're not changing past they're just doing what they did uh, after after the day job went away so has it
0: been a struggle for you to keep up with the changing technology or how do you guys do you have a good team behind you is it something that you're really trying to stay hands-on when you look at how fast this has all changed
1: we run our uh, ump modified usmts some and imca modified and uh you know imca has really done a good job of keeping a handle on on some of the changes everything changes all all the time but uh First off, it's hard to hide knowledge in this sport, you know, and you can buy it now. You buy the neat parts and read the instructions, you know? <laughs> uh, and I'm not up on all that. I mean, I gotta come up with enough money to pay the bills and drive the damn thing, you know?
0: How did you get hooked up with Chad and his entire uh, Weir's Machine team?
1: Well, before I knew Chad, I knew Daddy. You know, just from uh, being at the cup races and Dave Marcus and that. But you know, aware of Chad and his products for years, and after uh, we started running the cup car or the dirt more and more, and uh, going different places, different associations, with different cars, uh, you know, this this is just the place where you can really get to get the products that you need. So it was it was simple to just keep coming here more and more.
0: How has Weir's machine racing products help your race program?
1: Oh, I would say, uh. uh ease as far as working on and durability you know just build some strong stuff that lasts what's your plan for the 2020 season well i just want to go in a lot more circles you know uh so we only got to race 55 times last year but we did another 60 days with federated auto parts uh, where we take cars to the racetracks and they bring in customers and they get to drive and then we give them a ride so uh we did that last year. We were out, you know, Washington, Oregon, California. We were up in Maine, New Hampshire, uh, up Canada, Texas, Florida. I mean, pretty much all four corners of the country. Uh, so we'll do that another 50 times or so and uh, hopefully run our little car sixty-five, seventy. So you're
0: staying plenty busy. Well, we'll let you get get walking the PRI floor. We appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us. and no uh, Best of luck in 2020. Well,
1: thank you much.